What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about three ways to give yourself a product advantage for all of you e-commerce sellers out there. Whether it's online or in person, if you're selling products, here are three ways to create some strong advantages with your product that are going to be pretty necessary for your success, honestly. If you don't have any of these going for you, it's gonna be very difficult for you to compete online. Now, I will be going over some ad examples, showing you some products, so if you are able to jump over to YouTube uh, before we get started, that would be great for this episode. That is linked right at the top of the description here. Otherwise, all the ads that I will be mentioning, I will be putting links in the description so that you can check those out maybe as we go here. Either way, if you can hop over to YouTube, this is a good episode to do it. I will be describing it in as good of detail as I can for those of you who are listening on audio today. I think it should make plenty of sense to you, but of course, I always let you know if the visual component is going to be helpful on this episode in particular. So let's get started. The first thing we're going to be talking about are product advantages, okay? Now that one's going to seem a little bit more simple, like, all right, is it just about having a better product? Yes, but I'm going to give you some more specific examples because a lot of people, even if they have a product advantage, don't know how to convey that in their marketing. So I'll be showing you some examples of companies that are doing this very well. The second thing we're going to be talking about is how to have a content advantage. So without getting into it too much, this is essentially where you can utilize your resources in content creation, whether it be video or audio or photos or graphic design, uh, and using that advantage to really add a lot of value to your product just in the sense of having a high-quality product demonstration. Okay, so I'll give you some awesome examples of that. And the third thing we're going to be talking about is an offering advantage. This is probably the easiest to apply, and this is something very few people are actually doing But from consulting a lot of businesses over the years, I found that a lot of times uh, this is the main one that they need to be doing is just having some kind of offering advantage. So in in short, it's packaging your offer in a way that sells a lot more units, but it's going to make a lot more sense to the customer too. And it's going to make a lot more sense to you once I show you the examples. So sit tight, listen to all three, because even having a combination of two or three of these is absolutely possible. But like I said, if you don't have these advantages, it's going to be really difficult for you to compete online. So let's start with the product advantage. Like we said, uh, like I said before, it's mostly just having a product that you know is way better than all your competitors and in fact you know that the main products that a lot of your customers are using are maybe uh, hazardous uh, there's major problems with them and maybe they're not even aware of them so one of the products that we're going to mention first are melon hats if you're a guy uh, who's athletic and you know, does a lot of outdoor activities. You've probably already seen these ads, uh, but these hats are just flying off the shelves. And the thing is, is they are $70 hats. So Melon is M-E-L-I-N. I've pulled up one of their ads here and we're going to just look at this ad. How are they using their product advantage here? Um, And and I'll give you the short um, of what I feel like melon hats are compared to the rest of the market. They're essentially just a lot more durable. They can, uh, they're completely waterproof, sweat proof. They can take a a big beating and they're just advertised as a hat that you don't have to buy over and over and you can go for a run in it and then you can go to the club after. It still looks good. It's not going to be all messed up. You can 
dive in the ocean and go swimming and the salt water is not going to crinkle it and make it all messed up. You can throw it in your luggage and it's not going to be all messed up when you get to the location. Okay, that's their product advantage. It's a hat that is higher quality than the others. And the reason why, um, you know, we're going to look at this ad is because you'll notice that they're not really trying to either have a major content advantage or a major offering advantage with this ad. They're not really going to try to make a crazy deal on hats. And this ad that I'm using as an example, although they do have some really awesome video ads with that content advantage, this is just a black photo, white text, and it's just the hat sitting there. So for those of you on audio, if you can just imagine, it's literally just a the hat by itself, black background, and then white text that says, your other hats will be jealous. And then a quote uh, or a testimonial that says, can't wear any other brand anymore from Tim. And then the caption says, experience a new level of comfort and durability on your outdoor adventures with Trenches Hydro. You might make your old hat collection jealous, but it's worth it. So sounds so simple, right? But in this case, because the company has the product advantage, they don't really have to market in ways like it's 20% off or limited supply, limited time design, any of those other things, they can just keep their price the way it is, sell things at retail price, and just you utilize the fact that they have a product advantage um, for their marketing. Now, for a lot of you, um, if you're drop shipping and you really don't have that much control over the manufacturing of your products, this is just going to be whether you have it or not. And if you do have it, of course, try to create advertising that just is around why your product is better. If you are a clothing designer who is buying clothes that aren't necessarily the most comfortable thing on the market, and it's just, hey, this is just my style of clothes, then you don't really have a product advantage that you can create, all right? You're not going to be able to create a product advantage saying things like, uh, you know, 100% cotton or 97% cotton, 3% polyester, like unless it's a totally new material that is so much better for sweat waking, so much better for performance, for non-crinkling, for no fading of colors, unless you have a product advantage that is over everyone in your market, then you don't have a product advantage like I'm talking about. So don't think of like, oh, these little these little selling points that most of your competitors have. I'm th talking about if you have selling uh, components that none of your competitors have or very few of them, then that is when you're going to want to design your marketing around this. Uh, another example is a client I'm working with right now. He sells a hard surface floor cleaner and it's a neutral pH floor cleaner. So when I first started talking with him, I didn't really know too much of the advantages or what the market has, but as I got to talk talking to him, it, uh, it turns out that pretty much the entire market for cleaners is using acid or um, alkaline cleaners. And as far as uh, cleaning tile and polished concrete and such like that, if you use acid cleaners for a long time, it fades, it corrodes, it just damages the color and the alkaline uh, does similar things. They both really damage the floors in the long run. And the thing is, Pretty much the entire market is using them. So when creating marketing for him, I can do some deals, right? I'm, it's not saying that you don't have to have an offering advantage, do 20% off every once in a while. But for his company, I mean, I can even just take a basic image like this of just the bottle of concrete surface cleaner as it is, and then make it a little bit 
nicer looking, throw some text around it. But I mean, if the product that people are using is a humongous problem, and they don't know about it, then our marketing needs to be around educating people. It's not about 20% off our cleaner and it smells like lemon and it's awesome and it is very cost efficient. To try to make marketing around any of those kind of things would be a losing battle. All I have to do is say, the cleaners you're currently using are destroying your floors. If you're done destroying your floors, make sure you buy neutral pH cleaner and then just sell it like that. So in this case, this is also a product advantage. Uh, so you can always utilize multiple of these components, um, but those are just the examples that I'll give. Product advantage is the most clear, so sit tight. Let's get into the next two, which are going to be uh, need a little bit more explanation as far as how to execute properly. So next thing we're gonna do is go into a content advantage. So I'm gonna play this video first for those of you watching on video. Uh, otherwise, you can see that it is the sunflower necklace link that I will put in the description of the podcast. So let's go ahead and play that. For those of you on podcast, basically this is a sunflower necklace and it is a very boring item, okay? Very boring. This video is amazing though. It is a beautiful day outside. It is a necklace that has like a spinning wheel on it and they're just spinning the wheel and... Just doing all this crazy stuff, man, this is really not doing it justice. This is what I'm talking about. It's a content advantage, and their content is not audio here. Uh, you should really click on this link and see what I'm talking about real quick. If you're driving, just catch it at the next stoplight or when you pull over. But check out this necklace because it is the most basic necklace ever, and it has 2 million views. If this necklace was sitting at an antique shop, jewelry shop, anything, like anywhere, it would not be getting any attention, all right? It would not be getting 2 million eyeballs or pairs of eyeballs on it. Uh, this is just an example of an ad that obviously they're selling a ton. Otherwise, they wouldn't keep uh, spending money on this ad to keep showing to people 2 million times. So they're raking it in, selling this very basic product just because this video sells it very, very well. It makes it cool, all right? There's a lot of products that, especially when it comes down to clothing that aren't really cool unless you actually make it cool and you give yourself a content advantage. This is probably one of the harder ones unless you come from an experience of content creation before you even got into entrepreneurship. If you're an amazing videographer, video editor, photographer, graphic designer, all these things, make sure you're utilizing this uh, because you can have an ad that is just designed extremely well selling the same product versus not and that right there creates so much value. It creates perceived value is what it is. So this necklace right here is probably the best example I've ever seen for something that would really not sell if it was just sitting on a shelf. Here is another example of a clothing brand. If you check out the Malvis example in the description, M-A-U-V-A-I-S, it is a clothing brand. And if this was just sitting on a shelf or it was just the clothes on a white background, it wouldn't look nearly as cool as this guy styling it around town and it just this video just really adds a lot of value to it. If you can't create a content advantage, just start working towards that and trying to get good at certain content over time or just know that if you just stick with it long enough and do enough uh, different uh, split tests of your graphic designs, you'll eventually come up with something that will probably work, but you have to give yourself a content advantage 
uh, especially in the cases where you don't really have an offering advantage or the product advantage. If it's really not that crazy better, then you better at least uh, display it to people in a way that really adds that value. So last thing we're going to be talking about is an offering advantage. My favorite example for this, which has been my favorite example for years, is a company that just really took it to that next level for an offering advantage, and that would be Joseph A. Bank. Uh, if you've ever seen their ads, they do a buy one, get three free suits, okay? And uh, that just sounds insane, right? What an insane deal. And what I'd say about an offering advantage before we dive into these examples is just know that you can give any deal imaginable with your products. You can do buy one, get 10 free. You're like, I, I can't do that. Yeah, you can. You just charge way more for the one. All right. You can price your products however you want to make any deal be possible. So don't get caught up in like, what's our pricing? And then now we have to make deals around that. Know that your price can change to anything on a dime, on, on a day's notice, pretty much you can change it, you know, as long as you're not an established company with a bunch of customers who are expecting it to be like that. If you're still in the early phases, and you don't really have a big audience that you can change your, your pricing uh, pretty much all the time until you get it right and find that money spot. But if you've ever gone into a Joseph A. Bank, you'll find that those suits that you buy, uh, when you buy one of them, then you get three free. And of course, you buy the most expensive one. Um, but their suits are between 700 and 1200 bucks. And what this does is essentially like it's, it's the same thing as if they went to Kohl's and bought four suits for 200 bucks, right? But it's not at all. It's not at all the same in the customer's mind. Like think about going to Kohl's buying four suits for 200 bucks and coming home. Like you're not that excited. You're like, all right, I got that out of the way. I, I got my four suits. I needed to do it. I got this new job. I spent 200 bucks on each, so I didn't go crazy on them. You know, they're not that quality because they were 200 bucks, but hey, I checked it off my list. That's what that feels like. When you go to Joseph A. Bank, even if these suits are the exact same quality, it doesn't matter. I bought a $900 suit, big baller, and then they gave me three more $900 suits for free. Now I have $3,600 worth of suits in my closet. I am so excited to wear all four suits because all of them are $900 suits. Even if there's no difference in quality, both customers spent the same amount in both cases for the same amount of product. And in one case, they feel like they went the cheap way and they got four $200 suits and they're not even excited to wear them. Or the other person feels like he got the deal of his life, has four suits that are worth 900 bucks, which obviously is like a, a status symbol or just something that you want to own a quality version of. Anyone would always choose the more quality version. And the price of something is linked to the quality in humans' minds more than anything else. So if it's expensive, know that it's it's great. Like pe people would way rather spend $900 on a suit uh, than 200 if they can afford it. If either situation, their financial situation is fine, that's almost always something that people are willing to buy the more quality version of because it's something that should be uh, the quality version, um, you know, when you're buying it. And the customer just feels like they got that much of a better deal. So just know Joseph A. Bank, you know, when they started, they could have been four, four suits for 200 bucks. And then they said, screw it. One day, let's just turn all these suits into a $900 price tag and then say, buy one, get three, three free so that our commercials actually are cool, right? Rather than these freaking TV ads that are just like, come buy suits for 200. It says, buy one suit, get three free. 
which one will get people in the doors more, all right? So giving yourself an offering advantage is usually very significant um, and, and very necessary for a lot of you that don't really have a product that is head and shoulders above all your competitors and you don't have a content creation process that is head and shoulders above everyone else. So just think like, how has this product never been sold before and what would be a great way to do it? Maybe you're selling t-shirts and you're like, well, I don't know, like buy two, get one free. It's all been done before. All right, well, what about like three for 55? What about like uh, a five pack of shirts for 80? What about uh, two shirts a month uh, every month for a year for 40 bucks a month? There's so many different ways that you can do it, but package it in a way where it sounds really cool to the customer. It's maybe a way that they've never heard it sold before. So they're like, all right, I'm all ears. What are you guys doing? I've never heard of this before. Now it's actually something that they can talk about with people and they feel like they're winning. People rarely buy things that they feel like is fairly priced, okay? I'll say that again. People rarely buy things that they deem as fairly priced. They want to get something that seems like an insane offer, right? They want the $900 suit and three $900 suits for free, not four suits for 200 bucks. So just reorganize things because you have infinite control over that and be uh, able to be fluctuant uh, with, with a lot of these numbers, okay? And just structure things in ways um, that get sales. Uh, and then here's a very, very simple example that I put up here for Shop New Republic of this ad here. And just to really exemplify my point that when you do have the offering advantage, you actually don't really have to have the other two. You only have to have one of these categories. If you can ever do multiple, awesome, but you only have to have one. So this is a very simple ad. It is a square post. It is a picture of two shoes. And then it says the sale's almost over. The other guys, 300. Us, 89. They have an offering advantage. They're saying, we're the exact same product. They're even putting it out there. We don't have a product advantage. We're the exact same product. They're like pretty much putting that in the ad. Same thing, but less. Same thing, but less. That's their advertising. So if you have the same thing as your competitors, maybe just like slight differences because you've got your own designs of clothing or art or whatever, but it's essentially the same thing as your competitors, as far as just the physical product itself, then that is when you wanna just say, hey, we're the same thing, but less is kind of the advertising. So check out this New Republic ad in the description for this last example. And hey, this is a really great ad to just copy straight up because if you have no graphic design skills, you can totally still make this. And this just resonates with people and it gets sales. So that is the conclusion of today's episode. Make sure you have at least one of these three categories of things. Otherwise, you're gonna find it very hard to market yourself online. That's what I got for you today. Be sure to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or on the podcast. Two new episodes every single week. And you can check me out on Instagram at socialbamboo underscore where I'm posting reels like crazy right now. Go check them out and let me know what you think. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon.